And I am aware now. Aware now. The official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Dogs and their owners are lucky to have Hig. With years of experience in fostering and adopting dogs, Stacy Riera has created something beneficial and modern for both dogs and their owners. Stacy Riera is the co-founder of Hig, a vet-recommended skincare line for dogs. Devoted to shelter dogs, Stacy and her husband visit shelters and associations every month to bathe, care for, and spend time with dogs. In addition, they photograph them for social media to spread the word as advocates for their adoption. Thank you so much, Stacy Riera, for joining us today on Aware Now and having this fabulous conversation that we are about to have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So your life has been spent in the fashion and creative industry, a model, an actress. Stacy, <laughs> you are now also a new mom. Congratulations. <laughs> in addition to that, though, you are also the co-founder of... Tell me that I'm saying this correctly. Is it Hig? Hig. Hig. And Hig. this is what I need to know. <laughs> Pairing your experience in fashion with your passion for pets, specifically dogs, shelter mm -hmm. dogs, in fact. So I would love to go back to the very, very beginning of this love of yours. Uh, mm -hmm. Please tell us about the very first dog that you ever fell in love with. Okay. Well... It's really difficult because I've grown up all my life with dogs, but so I would, I would have to say that I guess I have two answers because of course it's always your first love of a pet is always when you're a child and it's your parents' pet. So that would be a boxer that I grew up with, Gemma. She, she was, but she, obviously she was definitely my parents' dog, mm -hmm. but I would say my love for a dog that, you know, in an experience of my own would be when I was living in Singapore um i was on a modeling contract there and i based myself there in asia and i was on a shoot for um i don't remember it was a brand similar to zalando in germany um, they were shooting a campaign and i was a part of that campaign and there was a this beautiful english bulldog on the set and it was having a great time and it was you know it had dribble everywhere but i i went in i got on the floor with the dog as i usually do and I, this dog was just beautiful. And the person who was taking care of her, I said, my gosh, you have a beautiful dog. And she's like, no, it's it's not my dog, I'm the volunteer. And I'm like, oh, so where's the dog from? She said, it's from the, sh the shelter here. Like we've bought it out, you know, for the shoot. It, it, I don't know, it had all these treats and things. They were giving it a nice day, I guess. And I'm like, oh my God, the dog doesn't have a home. And it, it sat with me. That was the first experience I've had where, I mean, you know, I was very young. I think I was 18 years old. I was traveling with a suitcase. I had my, you know, my, my things, my life. And I couldn't stop thinking about this dog. I think two days went by. I called the shelter and I said, look, I'll foster the dog. I couldn't adopt it because I was too young to know what my life entailed above the next month. Never mind, you know, the next year. So I said, I'll foster the dog. So I did, I went to the shelter and I took this beautiful, for some reason, her name escapes my brain, which is terrible, 
because she really was like my first love but i don't remember what her name was but she was this beautiful young english bulldog and i took her back to my apartment in singapore and she slept on the bottom of my bed and it was the first experience i had like real love for a dog that one of my own experience and two that was from the shelter Mm -hmm. was incredible and I think three weeks later or four weeks later she had got adopted so wow. I, had to, I had to give her over and I was so upset but I it, it felt amazing to be able to help and the change she just came alive when she just walked out of the doors it was incredible <sighs> that was my first dog <laughs> well and I love that you bring up the fact that you can't remember her name because here's the thing it's true in life even with the people that we meet we don't always necessarily remember the names but remember we remember the way they make us feel yeah so yeah, I don't know why it does I don't remember but I can't remember her name I, there's been too many dogs in my life I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you had quite a few um you know so so what is it then that was it was it this first dog that inspired you to to seek out and to to serve to to save rescue dogs was it that experience yeah I was always very I've always been very um passionate about animals in general not so much dogs but all animals in general for example when I lived in Singapore we had this big problem about the palm oil you probably heard about it the burning of the forest for palm oil um the orangutans etc I was always quite extreme like you know I'm getting on a plane tomorrow I'm going I need to save as many orangutans as I can you know it was always very I went to to Indonesia I went to the elephant sanctuary it's kind of something I always looked for wherever I went, like I go to Indonesia. Okay. Then I have to go to the elephant sanctuary. It was like, I needed to help somehow. Um, dogs, I guess I just felt like I knew more about because I'd grown up with them. I felt very connected to them. So yeah, I, I just, I, this connection kind of grew over the years. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't, does that answer you, your question? Very no, well? it I, does. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it does. It does for sure. So you always had this spirit of, of wanting to serve, to save yeah. this connection with animals. And then it just started with, so, yeah, with animals. And then I kind of, I don't know, I guess I just have this special connection with dogs. I love all animals, but yeah, I mean, mm. I, I'm, the, I'm the, 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 the woman who always has the, you know, I call my husband, I've got a bird in a box in the garden and I have to save it. I'm that person. <laughs> Well, that's a beautiful person to be, I will say. Uh, you know, let's talk. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about names. Um, one that I will always remember, and I will always remember how to pronounce. Now, pig. So pig. let's talk about this name. Uh, where did it come from? What's What's about this name? So it it does it derives from a, a Danish word. It's everybody always asks me if I'm from Denmark. No, I'm not. Although I did get married there, so <laughs> there you go. It helps. Um, but no, it it uh, actually my I have to give the credit to my husband because he's very creative. He's also a creative. He's very creative in these ways. Um, we took the word hig with an e, and we. To be honest, I remember in our old house, we had a picture that was hung on the wall and Hig with an E, it was, it was in black letters and it means something that gives you warmth, coziness, offers you a, a, a safe space, knowing you're, well, it's exactly what your dog does. 
So we, this name was always around our heads and I mean, it, it, it goes perfectly for the feeling and emotion that your dog gives you. And my husband said, okay, but if you take the E out, it can be a derivative, that's the right word, of hygiene. So ah. we played on the word uh, a lot. We mixed it up and we ended up with Hig. And that's where we... So it's a mix of hygiene, a play mm -hmm. on words, mm -hmm. and a fee in, in, in Denmark, a feeling and an emotion that your dog gives to you. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Um, so, so beyond the name now, let's talk about uh, what you believe. Because from your website, which is beautiful, I will say, um, you state the following. We believe in a world where the art of perfumery is adapted and made available to our dogs. So paired with this proclamation that you make is this product line that sounds and must smell amazing because you had me at rosemary and cedar what? uh I, I would just love to hear the story behind the scenes of your shampoo and cologne for dogs right yeah so we um i've been very long story short i've been rescuing and fostering dogs for so many years i mean literally from that from when i was 18 years old in every country that I'd gone to, in every country I'd lived in, visited, etc. If I had a long enough time spent there, I would take a dog. I had the time, I had the place, I would take... And just over time, especially when I lived in the Middle East, so I was living just outside of Dubai, and I was fostering dogs, and I just had my first rescue. And I had a lot of, especially in that climate, I had a lot of dogs with skin problems. Uh, skin conditions a lot. I mean, I had to deal with Leishmania and Ehrlichia and all different kinds of diseases, which also cause skin problems. And so I was always asking, as everybody would, to the vet, the, the associations that we were a community, what can I give the dog? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit lost here. It just always seemed to be medication. You can put antibiotics this, antibiotics, and it was so strong. And, you know, for the tick repellent, it's this horrible like potent pipette that you have to put and yes lots of people put it i put it very rarely on my dogs which shouldn't uh, probably they would slap me on the wrists um but i just realized that everything was very strong like very potent so i started i'm a little bit of a research geek so if i feel like i can do something myself i'll try to do it i won't just be like oh that's it it says it works okay let's put it i like to really research so i went online and I, oh my goodness and then i talked with veterinarians and i talked with pharmacies and if i put aloe vera on this or this extract of this plant will this help with this and eventually i had all these little bits of information and i thought right okay i'm gonna put that in one and i was in my kitchen mixing up Vitamin E, capsules from the pharmacy, vitamin E, I'm going to put that in there, I'm going to, and this wow. foamy shampoo and substance I came up with. And it started working, it was, it was really working, the skin was getting better, I had one dog, Gypsy Rose, she had black skin when I had her, she suffered elikia, which is a horrible disease of the blood, but she was black, which was awful because she's, she was a blonde ginger girl. So that was the girl that i really needed to help her skin and all of a sudden by the months her skin was pink and i thought 
that's it. Um, if you just take like a moment to really dive in, you know, what is, what is actually beneficial? Like what can really help with, you know, dry skin or, or skin spots, hot spots, like what can really work? So I started literally making it myself. Um, and then some friends would ask me like, my dog's got really dry skin. Like, what can I put? And I'd be like, give them an oatmeal bath. And be like, Stacey, this is magic. Like, how does this work? It wasn't that I invented it. It was just that I took the time to put these things together. So that, that is literally where the base of my, of my, me making my products. I mean, these are in tins and jars or in, you know, nothing fancy. Then I moved to Europe and I didn't, I had to set up a whole new life, etc. So I didn't, um, I didn't touch it for a while. I've got my little tins that were really, you know, just like antique <laughs> vintage pieces. Um, and, um, and I didn't touch it for a, for a while. About a year or two into living here, I went back into it because again, I caught the bug. I wanted to help. I adopted two more dogs <laughs> and, um, one especially billy boy our boy is the most special dog in my life i have had many but billy is so special um he has a very intense story very intense i've lived a very intense moments with him my husband also we've slept in animal hospitals during nine months pregnant you know very special um so i really started diving in again and my husband was Stacy. There's a huge gap here for this because he's, like I said, he's very visually talented. Mm -hmm. And so we started market researching like, okay, but somebody's got to be doing this for sure. So we started doing a lot of market research. And what we noticed was you can find maybe a lavender shampoo or a tea tree, which by the way, tea tree is, I wish I could tell the whole world, which I, but I shouldn't, it's just me. But tea tree is really bad for your dog. And when I see like tea tree shampoo or products, I'm like, please don't put that on your dog. Because the more I dove into, it was like, you don't want to put that on your dog. Anyway, so long story short, that was when we decided to um, bring everything together. So I took all the formulations that I had, um, carried on doing more research, worked with a technician in the lab, to set to see like how these components can fit together better like is my ratio okay etc they fine-tuned my formulas and i said to my husband there's no way am i going to sell something that smells like lavender or you know because there's so many out there you know it's got the the and there's nothing wrong with this but it's got the dog's ears on the bottle that it's lavender calming shampoo i wanted something cool something trendy uh -huh. you know, modern so the scent for me now my husband will tell you I, I don't like to admit it myself but i have a very fine nose like extremely i'm very particular with scents um for me it's very very important scents for me reminds me of a, a place a moment and i wanted to put that through my brand so i said to joanne this your dog you smell every day it's the smell of your house it's the smell on your clothing when you get close it's everywhere so I, it's got to be something good so i said to joanne right i want to be the aesop lelabo Barredo of dog care i want <laughs> i want something 
good. Something that they're like, my gosh, I would wear that myself. So I go to Barcelona in the center. I find a couple of perfumers. I work with them. I have a list of fragrances that are only safe for dogs because not all are. And I have a list and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take bits and I'm going to come up with something that is so good. People are going to be like, wow, I will wear this. So all that together, the components with the lab, the fragrance, I take the fragrance to the lab. And then my husband said, okay, this needs to be cool, modern, trendy, and, and something. That's why I say it's scientifically formulated for dogs and aesthetically for humans, because we want something that they're like, yeah, my dog wears hig, you know, like it's cool. <laughs> it's not like, you know, the fluffy, and that's that's literally it that's that's how we became around mm -hmm, mm -hmm. branding the image everything yeah i mean just from what i i've seen on your site and through this campaign which we'll talk about in a moment that it seems like it's it's very much a lifestyle brand because to your point your dog is with you all the time it's you know the smell is there that yeah. um and so to make it one that you love and you know just as much as your dog yeah how amazing and, and to be beneficial for me what i really love to express to people is okay you can buy something that's really aesthetically pleasing really beautiful or it says it's a calming um, product and you love the smell but always read the ingredients and i always say to all my customers and all my clients like please read the ingredients because a lot of the the, the list is this long you could be um triggering an allergy you could be doing some damage that you're not quite sure because you just always be vigilant. So I wanted to put something out there that was, yeah, very cool and trendy and smells good, but something that pe my customers come back to me and say, it actually works. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I it, it, the dog can smell great, but I need your skin to improve, you know? <laughs> exactly. That, that's the more important of the two. And so but, to yeah. be able to find form and function, here you go. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the magic right there. So, um, you know, so you, as well as we believe in the power of a story in your recent adoption campaign, you created a very bold, vibrant, beautiful body of work consisting of stunning photographs and little short bios, little short stories you partnered with a fashion photographer, a number of models, and the eco-friendly dog brand, Adji, to raise awareness about the importance of adopting from shelters and rescue yeah. organizations. Okay, so it's brilliant. Um, where, where did this concept come from? One day you just thought, oh, this is a thing. How did this come to you? Um, so the, 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 I know you spoke in Spanish and the primera idea, and the first idea was that here at the moment in Spain, the government is trying to pass a law that excludes hunting dogs from the normal, let's say, Animal Rights Act. And the reason being is because if you go outside of the city, north, uh, south, deeper into the country, you'll find a big hunting um, culture which, you know, we have it in England, you have it in the States. There's a big, it's, you're either for it, not for it, or just you people don't talk about it. I'm no, I'm not a judgmental person. You have your, your life, your things, but when it comes to cruelty, that's where for me, I draw the line. So 
they're trying to pass this law where hunting breeds, um, which for me personally includes all my dogs, because <laughs> I've got hunting breeds, um, they don't have the same rights, basically. And the problem is the, the, the hunters, the guys, the men, the women who do the hunting, that's where the cruelty comes from. It's not, it's, yes, okay, it's everywhere. It's, it's your neighbor or the guy living in the middle of the city. But the majority is coming from hunters because they have a vast amount of hunting dogs. They don't live in good conditions. If they don't do their job well, the thing, the atrocities that they do here is terrible. And especially with Galgos, I mean, I don't want to disturb anyone or you or, or go into the nitty gritty because it's not very nice, but they do terrible things to them when they've finished with them, which I, me as long with everybody else just doesn't understand. And so what I wanted to do was, especially in this moment, because it's such an important moment where everybody in this community is trying to make a, a difference. And the voice is very loud at the moment. And it's great because I'm hoping, you know, especially generations to come, this will change because they all deserve to have rights. Um, cruelty should never be tolerated and on whatever level or whatever you're using an animal for, or, you know, so that was the reason for the for the moment i said to my husband i need to do this now um plus we work every month with animal shelters all of our models are are the social media i say almost because i have my pups on there also um they're all shelter dogs so i don't put out an ad hey anybody got a beautiful dog like come and be our model no i go to the shelter and I use the brand and, and, and our image, which is growing really nicely because we're a month old. Um, we use that to, to benefit them. So the harsh reality is, and it's horrible really, but we're human beings and we will be. <laughs> we look for the most beautiful dog in the shelter and the most beautiful dog will always be adopted. Maybe the one with three legs or the one that doesn't see well, or the one whose hair is not the most, they will be left for the longest. Some of them even live their whole lives there. We target those dogs. <laughs> we, we go into those dogs. We make them see how beautiful they can be and how beautiful they are. And we push those dogs first. Um, so I wanted to do that on a level that was um, success stories sharing like, look, how you can have a connection with an animal if you adopt which you can see like with the greyhound track i mean this this dog is just incredible so noble and with his owner just such a connection and then you have dogs like cookie who's seven years old and she's a pomeranian which you don't usually find pomeranians but she had a um her, her human parents they were a little bit older one day decided that they just didn't want the dog anymore so they just took her things went to the neighbor's house, put her with her things. You deal with her. We don't want her anymore. I don't know how a person can do that. I would like to understand it one day, but I don't. So I wanted to put all these stories out, out there and not just give the, oh, you know, poor me, poor me, please help. But like, look actually what happens. Look at the connection. Like, look at what you can achieve by track is seven years old 
they they had him when he was almost three you know it's you don't need a pup all all the time and it depends on your lifestyle and i really wanted to push that out there that that voice that you can have such an incredible connection honestly honestly the connection i have with my polenka billy is i love my others but i have such a connection with him because he's grateful for life he's grateful for you he knows they understand like they're not stupid they know and i really want other people to see that i wanted to push that out there and in the best way that i could which is like you say i've always been in the creative industry so i wanted to put something that is a little it sounds terrible maybe it's a little shallow you know fashion and beautiful and it's, it's like it's here with something very deep mm -hmm. um plus the whole idea that yeah everything always has to be aesthetically beautiful for us to like it okay so what if we take um talio for example he's a he's the the staffy mix in the shoot at the very end i mean that guy his uh, intense story I, I we believe he was used for fighting i mean the the poor boy is full of scars and but i wanted to make him in this he's like you know he's the cover of a fashion magazine you know and i want that's what i wanted to push out there that it doesn't always have to be beautiful and you know it's the connection is is deeper mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well you did such a beautiful job and I, no, I, I don't think I don't think it's it, it's shallow. I, I think to be able to use anytime you can use fashion, something beautiful, something gorgeous to show the beauty in something else. I think yeah. it's just fantastic. And you did such a brilliant job with it. It's really just stunning. Uh, my other question about that campaign, will there be more campaigns? I'm hoping that your answer is yes, because I want to just look at those campaigns all day long. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, we have a few up our sleeve, actually um for different causes um and i'm so happy but the um, the fashion photographer that we worked with she's she's wonderful um she she's always shot models and lifestyle commercials she had such an amazing time photographing the dogs that she's all on board please more 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 like can can I, we shoot more dogs more campaigns and so i'm like of course um of course we can and i would like to put a few more um messages out there in different ways that we mm -hmm. can but also i have to mention it because she's so worth mentioning the as you mentioned the collaborating brand that we worked with from the uk edgy she's wonderful she has um a line that's uh, harnesses collars leashes and it's all made from sustainable it's all sustainable and it's all made from recycled plastics every color or or every piece that you buy she'll give you like a diagram of how many plastic bottles were used for you know she's very aware and very knowledgeable mm -hmm. um she i mean she's incredible she she literally sent me a message one day saying okay i'm sending you a full collection of the new collection i want you to donate it to all of them you can give it to the shelters you can give it to whoever you want but i want to to give something to the to the campaign and i'm like well let's put them beautiful you know like uh mm -hmm. cody has the bad dogs club you know he's a <laughs> clumsy shepherd um so she was i mean she was really sweet because her donation was she she um 
she soaked up so much expense for that. I mean, we had eight dogs, you know, she gave us a whole collection. She was so giving, so excited. So she, I, ha I have to mention her because she's been wonderful too. To, to be able because otherwise I wouldn't have had anything to put on <laughs> the dogs, uh, uh, you know, a nice something. So yeah. yeah, yeah, to have a fashion too, you must have fashion. And so um, <laughs> it sounds like a beautiful partnership. Uh, yeah. And I think that's that's the part of it, right? Especially when you're just starting out and yeah. introducing a new brand to the market to find the right partners that not only share like the same look, the same feel, but the same passion and intention. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would, yeah, I would say more that, that through a connection because yeah. we're all very different in our own ways. Mm -hmm. her, her brand voice is very funny. She it makes me laugh a lot. She swears a lot. She's very out there. Very Oz is a little bit more subtle, a little bit more. But the connection is there. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that we are making this connection here and now and um, excited to see where Hig goes from here. And just thank you for sharing your story, your passion. And uh, thank you for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.